This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Truthfully, if you want to make money when you launch in your product, then you got to have a launch list. You have to have a ton of people that have already raised their hand and said yes to your product. Then you got to have a really, really solid offer. You got those two, you got a winner. Welcome to the Personal Branding Playbook. This podcast is focused on the startup world. We interview founders and different owners and CEOs across multiple industries that have amazing startup ideas and that have made ridiculous amounts of money. We also hear solo episodes from me, Coach Chris, reviewing different startup books and different products that are killing it in the startup world. I also want to keep you updated on my journey as I create different software products and work with different startup companies. So if you're ready, let's get paid. What's good, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And on this episode, we're going to talk about how my first software product made its first thousand dollars. Now, this is a big, big deal for me personally, because it's like when you get into software, something that's so different. Everybody talks about how hard it is like the startup world is so hard and everything is so difficult. And oh, my God, it's so horrifying. So you kind of go into it like, well, this is going to be an uphill battle. Right. And that was my mindset at first, but then I realized it doesn't have to be that complicated. So first thing I did was research. I think that is like the easiest part of anything. And when I say research, I research things in a very specific way, meaning I literally watch at least 20 YouTube videos on the topic. Literally, I kid you not, I will search uh, search up my search term, whatever I'm looking for, find 20 videos and watch those videos. Usually within a two day span, you know, I like to really consume the information quickly. And in that process, obviously, I learn a lot. Number one. Number two, I learned some top creators that I should be following, you know, on my journey and, you know, doing what I do. And the beautiful part of this process is how quickly you learn, just how fast you start to really, really gather information and stuff, man. It's it's insane when you watch the YouTube videos. Now, second thing I do in my research phase is read blogs. And most of the time books too, I'll get like at least three books on a subject. Um, some of my favorite startup books have been uh, The Lean Startup, uh, Running Lean, Iterate from a Plan A to a Plan That Works. Um, and then you have a couple other books, you know, a couple other books that I've read too. And I'm going to review some of those on the show uh, in due time. It's super important to go through this research phase because that's when you start to learn the basics. I don't think you should start doing anything without knowing the basics. So after I researched and I learned for about a good two weeks, I then realized, okay, I can build my startup, my first one with no code tools. 
meaning I could build a whole app, I could build a website, I could build all this stuff using no code. So I don't have to know how to code to build a product. That right there was the first thing that let me know, okay, I can do this. Like that took my confidence through the roof. I knew once I realized I could do this without code and I don't have to learn that part, yeah, I can I can really kill it with this. So then the second thing I realized is that if I already have experience and connections in an industry, I'm ahead of a lot of people that are building their own products. One thing I learned from watching a lot of the videos is most people building different startup tools, they're obviously chasing money. And the difference is when you are chasing money, you wanna obviously make money from everything you do. But when that's your main sole purpose for doing it, it's really, really difficult to get the results that you want. And for me, I have an advantage because I've been podcasting for so long and I want to build a podcast tool to help podcasters. So me having seven, eight years in the industry gives me that advantage. I'm doing something I'm passionate about. I'm not just chasing money. Now, is money a part of it? Obviously, yes. But is, is that the only reason? Definitely not. So that's another big, big advantage. And again, I want to get deeper on this because when you don't have that advantage of the industry experience, I would just call it, then research becomes challenging. That's when you have to go in, you got to talk to a ton of customers and you should, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, you should. But what I'm saying is when you already have experience in the industry and you want to build software, you kind of skip that part because you already have talked to people. Like when I first started helping people with their podcast, I worked for two years doing consulting completely free. People could just go to my Calendly link and schedule a call with me and we would talk for 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour about their podcast and what they want to do. I did that for two years and now I still speak at the podcast events and I know all the industry leaders. I've interviewed them before and I've put in a lot of work in my industry already. So I don't have to do the whole I'm going to go and talk to customers because I'm literally always talking to my customers. Like I'm always conversing with these people and I have been for years. So that's a huge part of getting to, you know, that first thousand dollar mark. Number one research. Number two is knowing your customers. But if you are, I kind of want to put an asterisk next to that, because if you put time in, in your industry, I would say at least three years of creating content, you'll probably have enough info and insight to where you can make educated assumptions and guesses. And really, it's not even that because I've talked to so many podcasters one on one. It's literally thousands at this point. I already know what they're struggling with. I know the questions they're going to ask me before they ask me, like, what microphone do I need or what's the best hosting platform or how do I find sponsors? I know when they're going to ask. I know the in the list of uh, the order of questions they're going to ask me when it comes to monetization and having that kind of insight has it changes the game. It really, really changes the game for you. And that was number two. So number three, and this is where I got really technical. The third thing was me building a simple page um, where I explained what the product was. This is what the product is. This is how it works. It's coming soon. You know, here are the benefits and all of that stuff. Here are some of the features it's gonna have. And, and building that page was, really powerful because I didn't have to go to every single person and explain word for word. But I will say the people that showed interest, like, so basically when they went to the landing page, they would see all that stuff, sign up to the, the uh, launch list. 
when they signed them to the launch list and they showed interest that way, that's when we would schedule a call. Now on the call, this is where I was selling. I took the time to create a ridiculous offer, like a ridiculous. And I, I think the offer comes down to being able to either help people. It really is all about getting people the results, right? That's what people want is the outcomes. The outcome I was promising was very, very simple. This is how you do. I'm going to show you how to do one, two, three. And literally helping people make money is the best outcome you can provide to them. Right. Like that's the best outcome to provide to somebody. And me personally, the strategy and the system I'm using to help other people make money. I've done it myself for years. I've helped other people do it for years. So now it's just doing it on a larger scale and using software instead of my one on one services. That's why it's SaaS software as a service full circle, really. But that's the main process that I use. So research was number one. Number two was understanding the customers and everything like that's obviously really, really important. Number three is that landing page where you can start building a launch list. And number three, number uh, number four is getting people on the phone to close the deal. Right. Like like I want you to because getting on a launch list and give me your email is easy. Right. Anybody could do that. I'm interested. Yeah. Send me an email when it's done. After I get your email, I'm going to send you a link to schedule a call. Now, on that call, that's where I'm going to get more insight on what you want, what you might need help with, specific features that you care about more than others, how much you're willing to pay for the software. And I'm going to pitch my offer to you. Right. I'm going to pitch my offer so that now you have a chance to be a part of this. Because when you pitch the offer, it man, I'm telling you, when you have a good offer, and you pitch it one on one like that. That's how you start closing the deals. And to make your first thousand dollars, number one, I don't think you should be building a product where you can't charge at least at least seventy five dollars a month. Like if I can't charge seventy five dollars a month or more, it's not really worth my time. And I only say that because I know that a lot of software is underpriced, right? Like a lot of it is not priced where it should be. So if your product is priced where it should be, it should be at the very least. The bottom is fifty bucks a month. Now, this is if you're building a B2B product, which I think you should be doing. If you're doing B2C, then it's probably going to be like 20 bucks a month or something like that. But for most B2B products, it's going to be 55 bucks or more every month. So when you're launching, the offer has to be incredible. Like your launch offer has to blow people out of the water, meaning it's so valuable. They will be crazy to say no. And a couple elements I like to use. Number one is time. I want to give them at least 90 days using the software. So whatever you pay me up front, usually a hundred bucks is going to get you 90 days to use the software and make sure you like it. Number two, I want to give them something that is engaging that way they stick around, right? So that will be access to a community that could be group coaching once a week, right? Like I want to make sure they're always using the software and it's always top of mind. So what better way to do that than to have group coaching sessions every week? Literally an hour and a half on a Thursday afternoon is enough, you know, to keep people around. And number one, using the software. And number two, getting them the results from using the software. Number three, I like to give them something tangible. Now, I know most people don't have this. And this is another advantage from years in the industry. You got to have like a course or a master class or something. Because when you give people that kind of stuff, they feel like, wow, this is really going to help me get the outcome that I want. And, you know, and it should. If it's a good masterclass, good course, it should be really helpful. 
I would even say long term, you want to have a book because people love even if you they don't read them, they love books. People just love to say, oh, I got a book or they love to get a book in the mail. Right. Like that's the approach you want to take to having an offer is have something that's time based, something that's outcome based, you know, and something that is engaging. Those three things in, in terms of a startup launch offer is really powerful in terms of an, in the MVP stage for me personally. Um, I've gotten the best results from that because I'm telling you, when you can keep them engaged for that first, you know, that first 90 days, now you got something going. Because in a 90 day period, you know, your goal is to get as many customers as possible, help as many people as possible, and you're going to make money. And then you put that money right back into the company because now once you get to like 25 or 30 customers, you know, you got something serious here. It's really valuable. So now you can take the revenue that you started making and put it right back in to run a, a hard launch because that first one should be kind of your soft launch to the people on your email list, that launch list, some people in your social, you know, but that second really, really hard launch that should be for PR and you're going on podcast tours and stuff. You're speaking at events like that's going to be a longer launch where you have like a month, uh, two months of this massive, massive promotion of another really big offer. And again, this is from somebody that's done this. I, I haven't made a million dollars from this stuff, man, but I'm just telling you, this is what helped me make my first thousand. And I'm really, really confident that it could help somebody else out there. So I wanted to give you this strategy, this whole process, you know, this whole breakdown, because I think it's going to help a lot of people. Um, but if you do have any questions or if you could tell me how to improve my process, you know, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Chris Podcasting. I'm always willing to learn, man. So let me know what you think. Um, thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys. I will see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.